0: Welcome to Animals to the Max. I'm your host, Corbin Maxey. This show is about animals and the people who dedicate their lives to them. Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer had a very shiny nose And if you ever saw it, you would even say it glows if I'm driving you nuts and you wanna shut off the podcast, I completely understand. but I can't afford the rights of the Rudolph song. So just listen to me if you can. All right guys, sorry about that. Um oh, wow, I wonder how that sounded in my professional mic. I guess we'll look back in the editing. Uh welcome. Welcome everybody to another very exciting holiday edition of Animals to the Max. What's up, everybody? Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. Thank you. Thank you all around the world for all of you who take the time to listen to the show. This is such a fun time of year, of course. And, you know, I you know, I guess when you think of holidays and you think of animals, which animal do you think of, right? Reindeer and I thought you know what I should just do a fun little podcast about reindeer kind of go over some highlights I have been so fortunate in my career to have worked with multiple reindeer I've uh, actually have had reindeer take off with me when I've had them on like a leash and I've you know Taken off down the street with them when they've gotten loose on live TV So I'm so fortunate to have experience, you know working with reindeer living here in the Treasure Valley We are so fortunate. So in the Treasure Valley, of course is in Idaho. We have actually access to reindeer and it's the craziest thing so the reindeer here okay you guys don't laugh because i'm being 100 serious they live at the cloverdale funeral home Yeah, that is correct. So the reindeer that I've worked with for years and years actually live at the Cloverdale Funeral Home. And I know it's a complete oxymoron. And trust me, it's so hard. Well, it's not hard, but it's hard for me to keep a straight face when I'm, you know, doing these live local segments on TV. Because I'm like, oh, yeah, here's Prancer the Reindeer. And the anchors are like, where is she from? Some happy, magical place? Well, actually, she's from a funeral where you can get your loved ones cremated and buried for a, you know, great deal. And so, oh, my God. Sorry, oh my God. That's, that sounded so bad. OK, sorry, guys, I'm trying to make light of the situation. I'm not making fun of that. But seriously, they're from a funeral home. And it's such an awesome Boise treasure that at this funeral home, they do have reindeer on site. They have a beautiful exhibit with the reindeer and people who visit the funeral home. I can visit the reindeer and I think it really helps with coping and so that they've had them for years and I think the origin of the reindeer back at the Cloverdale Funeral Home goes back to I think one of the owners was a big exotic animal guy and I think back in the day they had wallabies and now they just have reindeer so every year I'm so fortunate enough to work with the reindeer a couple of years back you could actually go on my YouTube channel just type in Corbin Maxey and we do a meet the prance of the reindeer video It was so much fun. I got to wear like my ugly Christmas sweater and I got to go over some fun reindeer facts. And we're actually we actually just kind of relived that uh, through my Instagram. Of course, follow me at Corbin Maxi. You can check that out. But I wanted to go over on this podcast some fun reindeer facts. Maybe you guys are in the kitchen cooking holiday cookies or I don't know. You're trying to entertain the kids. What's up, kids? Hope you enjoy the show. Um, You know, just put this on. Maybe you guys can learn something or, you know, maybe you can impress a family member With some cool reindeer facts. Maybe some unknown facts that a lot of people don't know. So here we go. Here are some of my top favorite reindeer facts. Let's hit it, Prancer. Or Rudolph. Or Blixen. Dixon. Is that one of them? All right, guys, here we go. Okay, let's just talk about the elephant in the room, or I guess the reindeer in the room. What in the world is the difference between a reindeer and a caribou? Well, genetically, they're technically the same. They're the same genus and species, Rangifer tyrandus. In Europe, they're called reindeer. In North America, the name reindeer is used when referring to Eurasian populations, and the name caribou is used to refer to wild populations in North America. We also use the name reindeer to refer to domesticated individuals, even those in North America. If you're wondering where they live, they live in the northern regions of Europe, North America, Asia, and Greenland. Reindeer can be four to five feet tall at the shoulder and weigh anywhere from 240 to 700 pounds. Okay, you guys, now 700 pounds, that is a big boy. That is a big Rudolph. They typically will actually uh, average 375 for the males and 200 pounds for the females, Reindeer are the only deer species where both the male and the females have antlers. So usually in deer species, only the males have antlers and they'll use those to fight off rival males. They'll use them to impress the females and also for defense mechanism against predators. But in the reindeer, both the males and females have antlers. Now, what's so interesting, this is like the craziest fact, you guys, if you take anything away from this podcast, take away this fact, okay? They drop Their antlers at different times of the year, which means just stay with me. Okay. Just stay with me. Males will drop their antlers in the fall, usually in November, while females will drop their antlers in the spring that following year, which means you guys put two and two together that Rudolph and all of Santa's reindeer are technically females. Isn't that crazy? They never told us that like reading children's Christmas books. I think that's like the craziest fact. So the reason why they believe that the females will have their antlers up until the spring is because they will use them to protect their calves. So their calves are all born in the spring and they have those antlers to protect them from predators like wolves. Speaking about antlers, they are super impressive. They are the largest in body size comparison of any deer species. The male antlers can grow up to five feet The females antlers grow a little bit smaller, three and a half, four feet, but it's still really, really impressive. Back onto the male antlers, you guys, they can weigh up to 33 pounds. And once again, they are shed every year. So they will be regrown and then they're shed every year. Let's just talk about something really quick. What's the difference between horns and antlers? Okay. So deer And other members of the cervid family have antlers. They do not have horns. So antlers are bones. They're usually branched and they fall off every year. While horns are not found on deer, they're found on bovid. So like buffalo, you know, bighorn sheep, antelope. And those are actually bony extensions of the skull covered by keratin. And those horns actually are not shed with an exception of the antelope. But that's kind of the difference, okay? Antlers are shed every year. They're found on deer. They're made of bone. While horns are permanent, they are not shed, only with one slight exception, and they're made of keratin, the same material, kind of similar to our fingernails. So when we think of Christmas time, we think of reindeer, we think of the North Pole, we think of Santa Claus, it is cold up there. So they have a lot of amazing adaptations to keep warm. Let's talk about that coat, Reindeers actually have two different coat layers. So next to the skin, they have an undercoat of fine, soft wool that stays right next to the skin. It keeps them nice and warm. And on top of that fine, soft wool, they have long, hollow guard hairs. Now, these hollow hairs that cover that wool actually trap air inside, and that will hold in the body heat of the animal and protect them from the wind and cold. Now, the hollow hairs on the outside of the body, this is like crazy, blows my mind. It actually helps the reindeer float because living in those northern areas that we talked about in the northern hemisphere, they have to cross a lot of icy waters, you know, a lot of rivers, and it actually helps them float in the water, and it keeps them warm. Another amazing feature that keeps them warm is their nose. Okay, so reindeer, by the way, they have an excellent sense of smell. But every time they take a breath of air, that incoming air through their nose is actually warmed before it reaches the lungs, which is like... It's just insane. And it actually helps them in these really, really, really cold environments. And once again, it gives them a great sense of smell. It helps them find food underneath snow. So if you're wondering what they do eat in the wintertime, they eat a lot of moss and a lot of lichens. In the spring, they'll eat various grasses, ferns, Flowers, pretty much anything they can get. So reindeer are a social species, okay? They love to have a bunch of friends. And matter of fact, I guess we're kind of talking about caribou now because that's their wild counterpart, quote-unquote. The caribou live in giant herds of up to half a million animals, you guys. That's right, you guys. Half a million. Like, that's huge. And they'll actually travel in these herds. So when it's cold, super cold in the wintertime, they will move south. And then when it's warm in the summertime, they'll move north, right? And they can travel a long ways up to three thousand miles in one year, making it the longest documented movement of any land animal, according to the IUCN. So that's a really, really long way, um, just migrating. And they do that once again in those herds. And that's probably helpful, you know, when you have friends to help you find food. And once again, they use that super sniffer to find food. Interestingly, they usually travel in the direction of the wind because that's how they're able to pick up the smell Of their food when they are in these large herds and let's say they're threatened by a predator like a wolf or a bear they're able to run and they run fast up to 50 miles an hour Now, reindeer, when they walk and I've actually noticed this firsthand, they actually you can hear like a clicking noise, like a click, 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 you know, and this is due to a tendon slipping over the foot bone. And, you know, when we just talk about their feet and their hooves, it is really, really interesting. Can we talk about some hooves really quick? Can I get a heck? Yeah. Okay, so their hooves are actually hollow, kind of like the scoop. Um, Have you guys ever had those? Those scoop. Oh, they're not potato chips, but those scoop Tostitos chips that you dip with salsa, they're like hollow like that. And they actually use these hollow hooves like on the underside to dig through the snow to find various plants, mosses, and lichen. But they'll also use those hollow hooves for movement, of course, for locomotion to help them move on ice and snow. They're hollow, but they have kind of a jagged edge so that really helps them. And that's a great adaptation, living in a really slippery, icy cold environment. Now, I don't want to bring the mood down, but reindeer numbers have dropped dramatically over 60% in the last 30 years. It's mainly due to climate change and habitat disturbance by humans. A lot of people and organizations, you know, companies drilling for oil, have completely messed up their migration routes, and it's really, really devastating to the reindeer. And it's something that really needs to be watched because reindeers are, you know, great indicators of the ecosystem. They are one of the last animals that has a large... Actually, they pretty much are. I mean, minus, I know, you know we have wildebeest in Africa, but if you think about it, in North America, they are the last animal that has a major, major migration. Like I said, up to 3,000 miles. So we really do need to raise awareness. We really do need to pay attention because they're great indicators of... Of the ecosystem. I hope you enjoyed these fun facts about reindeer. I hope you guys have a great holiday. It is my favorite time of the year. I love working with them. If you want a visual and you want some funny, crazy behind the scenes stuff, because when you work with reindeer, you never know what's gonna happen. And usually everything just kind of goes wrong, which is fun. So go on to my YouTube channel at Corbin Maxi or my social channels and check out behind the scenes what we just did on Instagram. And yeah, just check it out. We have so much fun with Prancer and everybody over at the Cloverdale Funeral Home. With that said, I hope you guys have a fantastic Christmas. Hope it's spent with your family, with your friends. I hope you eat a lot and just enjoy the memories. Oh, I almost forgot to tell you the most important fact how did Santa get its reindeer, right? Like, when did we first hear about Santa in our history having eight reindeer? It turns out it wasn't until the 1800s that we heard about Santa having reindeer from a poem, I'm sure you guys have heard about it, called Twas the Night Before Christmas. So it was originally written in 1823 and the author was Clement Clark Moore. He wrote this poem and submitted it to a newspaper in upstate New York and that is where he mentions eight tiny reindeer okay here are their names the original christmas reindeer names dasher dancer prancer vixen comet cupid donder and blitzen and that is when we have first heard about the reindeer if you're wondering about rudolph he did not show up until 1939 he was created well i don't want to say created of course he's real but he was written about by robert l may And he drew inspiration, the author did, from his childhood of growing up being shy. So he decided to incorporate that into a book and he wrote Rudolph and it just became a sensation and they sold the book. It was just a short story. They put it in several promotional materials. And now, of course, you can hear it in Christmas songs and see him in Christmas movies and all that type of good stuff. So that's how you got Rudolph. All right, you guys, hope you enjoyed this podcast about reindeer. Hope you guys once again have a fantastic Christmas. I love you guys. I love that you listen to the show. And I cannot wait to share with you what is coming up in the future. Merry Christmas, everybody. We'll talk to you next time.